Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Brendan with Evoke Bike. So it was my last night of road... No, it's a lie. It's not my last night of road tripping. What am I talking about? I'm going to be in Pennsylvania tomorrow. Last night in Vermont. Did a couple mega rides. I'm ready to be back in North Carolina. Feels like I've been on the road from Albuquerque, Oklahoma, North Carolina, Tennessee, Ohio, Vermont, down to Pennsylvania, back to North Carolina. And been some great riding, super fun. And I always remind myself that when the summer gets really busy, there's going to be a point in January when I'm like dying to go racing, dying to go to events. So even though it gets a little chaotic, gotta gotta enjoy it. Um, one thing that I wanted to highlight, you know, when we talk about training with power, intervals, and just power in general. A lot of the conversations are about, you know, threshold watts, VO2 max watts, like things that are fun to talk about. It's fun being able to get better at going hard. But one thing that we don't always, you know, use the power meter for is to take feedback on ourselves and how we're riding. And said differently, just this athlete had made a comment. This guy is has gotten so much more aerobically strong over, I'm trying to think of exactly when we started working together. Um, and by no magic that I've done, just helping him see more of like the benefits of aerobic training. And a lot of times on endurance rides, I'm actually telling him, hey, go a little bit easier. He's like in tempo a little bit too often. Have no problem with tempo. Tempo blocks are good. Just when you're doing an endurance ride, you don't need to be doing 50 minutes of tempo on a two-hour ride. And he was a little bit tired. He said, man, when I'm this beat, it's really interesting to see how much of a struggle endurance can become. You know how I'm usually pushing low tempo to fifth for 50% of a ride? Well, on this one, to deliver the last 45 minutes of endurance, I really had to work hard for it. And the best I could stammer out was the middle of my zone two range. So this is really good feedback. And sometimes the feedback that we get, we don't change our actions, meaning sometimes when we're riding, especially if you're new with power or new to training and you're not used to just following the schedule that you're laying out for yourself, it's easy to deviate when we feel great. There are going to be endurance rides when you go ride, you feel incredible, but if you made a plan and there's a reason why it's an endurance day, keep it endurance. You don't have to go home feeling crushed. You're going to get a ton of benefit from an endurance ride that you go and do and you come home feeling strong. It's not like you're getting more benefit if you come home feeling exhausted. There's this like, if I don't kill myself today, I'm not getting a great workout in. The best four hour endurance rides I do are the ones where I leave and I come back and I'm like, I'm not tired. Awesome. I can do all the other things that my life requires me to do without being like, all right, I got to really focus on doing all this work now. So at the same time, on days when we're struggling a little bit, you know, we've, we put out that post, hey, should you ride at 65% or 75% FTP? Go check that out for more details in full on it. But I tell people, hey, if you can ride at 75% and you're not killing yourself to hit that number, then that's a good endurance number for you. If 67% more feels manageable, maybe you're just not as aerobically fit or you might have a huge FTP, Therefore, each percentage point is more absolute watts. I'm rarely riding at 75% of TP. It, it, it would be a very forced ride for me. I would, I've done it before, um, like 
somebody who was I talking to about this, like riding 80% for four hours, it was hard and I wouldn't be able to do it in North Carolina. I had to do it in Tennessee where it's flat and I'm not, when you can like stay on the gas for four straight hours. Most people don't live in places where you can even do that. And I'm not saying that's a good thing. It was just like a weird thing we were talking about. I was like, I'm gonna go see what this feels like. So this guy says, you know, hey, I had to really work for it to get in the middle of your zone two range. Go to the lower end of the range, go to 60%. Like you don't need to kill yourself, especially because this was the endurance portion after 32 minutes of threshold with low rest. So he just did a huge interval basically. It's okay to go to 60%. And I'm actually double checking to make sure the file here said that. Yeah, it said go 60 to 75% of TP. The reason there's a range is because it's a range of accepted power. So all I want people to take from this podcast is use your power meter to get feedback on yourself. Like, why did you feel really good this day? Why did you maybe feel a little tired? If you feel a little tired because you look back and you did, uh, you know, an XYZ workout and an ABC workout, take note of that. Hey, those two tire me out. You know, at some point you're going to have a race coming up and you're going to be like, okay, what can I do to really like stay sharp, get that like race pace going, but not make myself super tired. Oh, eight weeks ago, I did ABC and XYZ. Don't do that, right? Like use what you learn each week to try to frame future weeks of training. So every time you use a power meter, it's not just to gauge your FTP. It's not just to see massive watts, which is, yeah, it's super fun to do that. But it's also how do you feel by doing basic wattages that you should be able to do all day long? There's a lot to even the simplest measurement within the power meter. The end, good luck training this week.